And welcome to the August 31st edition of the Old Relevant Podcast. That excites me. Woo! You know why? Why is that? Tomorrow college football starts. Yes. Ooh, that is exciting. Awesome. The Relevant Podcast is the audio companion to Relevant Magazine and RelevantMagazine.com. I am Cameron Strang, and here with me for the final time is the interim podcast crew. We've got managing editor Adam Smith. Hey. Trying to keep it succinct Web content producer See I was saying drawn out dramatic kind of words And then you Salutations There you go Web content producer Jesse Carey Hi (laughs) An operations manager And more importantly my wife Maya Strang Hello For the last time Yep Kara, Kara makes her triumphant return next week and shall dethrone you. I know, yep. But they have to actually, they have to have a duel first. We will battle. I think, and then we should vote. I think the three of us should vote. <laughs> On who wins the battle? On who wins the battle and or incentivizes us the best to let them stay. Wow, that, <laughs> that, is, uh, that is charged with so many devious motivations on so many yeah. levels i don't even want to begin to think about it but it's how we make most of our decisions it's true <laughs> yeah. monetary um get persuasion one- foodstuffs yeah food or monetary persuasion i get one of those logs with those things on both sides like the big q-tips the on american, big, yeah. Gladiators. american gladiators yeah that'd be fun I would we do could that. W- we could set up a uh, a pool out back by the train tracks. Mm-hmm. We could do it over the train tracks. <laughs> While the freight train is rushing below. <laughs> Winner gets to stay on the podcast. Loser well, dies. Yeah. <laughs> there is a freight train. Yeah, really the winner gets to live. <laughs> Roaring by. Okay, uh, coming up on the podcast today, we've got a, uh, a look behind the scenes at the new issue of Relevant Magazine, which is hitting newsstands and mailboxes as we speak. Yeah, I'm hoping that is actually going in the mailboxes. And not just hitting it and ricocheting off, yeah. laying in the street, getting run over. Yeah, sprinkler turns on, soaks it. Dogs chew it. Yeah, so we're sorry if, you're, if your magazine is kind of worse for the wear. Actually, the new issue, I think the new coating is delicious because my dog ate half of an issue. <laughs> oh, she wow. did. She, she literally got that thing and devoured it. Yes. And then later she crapped relevance. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, we'll talk about that later in the podcast, so stay tuned for that. Uh, we've got entertainment releases coming out tonight in theaters. We have Halloween. Heck no, yeah. really? The Rob Zombie version. Isn't it a little early? It's only August. Yeah, I was, I'm was. i curious about the release date. You can buy candy corns in the stores now, though. Uh-huh. Stuff's already coming out. It's only two months They're away. They're getting people ready. Yeah, I can understand if it's two months before Christmas, getting, but uh, it's two months before Halloween. They're people in the Halloween spirit. <laughs> or the Hallelujah Festival spirit. <laughs> Or the Holy Holy Ghost Weenie Roast. Yeah, whatever you happen to do. <laughs> uh, we also got Death Sentence coming out. Wow, it's just light, fun family <laughs> fair this week in the theaters. Um, and then Balls of Fury. 
the, with Christopher Walken, oh. George Lopez. See, I, 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 it could have been good, but I just don't see how it could I, possibly. I think, I think it'll be glorious. I think horrible. they're trying very, very hard. Yeah, you it's know sad. what I mean. No, this I, looks I'm, bad. I'm actually kind of looking forward to it. Uh, the, the Christopher Walken line, it's worth it alone, where he's like, you know, we're about to engage in the deadly art of ping pong. Or as the Chinese call it, ping pong. <laughs> like, that line alone is worth the price of admission. Um, so, basically, your choices are really bad, really bad, and really worse. So, have, fun, have fun in the theaters this week. Uh, and coming out in stores on Tuesday, we got a few music selections here for you. Hard Fi with Once Upon a Time in the West. I like Hard Fi. Claire and the Reasons with The Movie. Eleven D Seven with Galactic Conquest on Flickr and Jars of Clay with a live version of Monsters coming out on Essential. They also have a Christmas album coming out later this year, and they should, as of right now, they're scheduled to come and play live uh, perform uh, live selections That's from from Christmas. their upcoming Christmas stuff later yeah. in the year. You get people in the Halloween spirit. <laughs> <laughs> I got an email today from, I'm not going to say the name, but a very large organization that if I said the name, we would all know it. Mm-hmm. And it was somebody on their staff saying, um, you know, we do this podcast and it's just too professional. You know, we all listen to your podcast and we absolutely love it. <laughs> and we want our podcast to be more like your podcast. So we're thinking of leaving our big professional high dollar studio. So can you tell me what you guys do? You know, because we wanted to feel more, she yeah. said, organic yeah. and real. We want to seem like a bunch of uh, ill-informed hooligans. <laughs> yeah, but basically, like, we want to be more like you, so we want to go into the janitor's closet. <laughs> and be and less professional. Yeah, how, do we be le- how do we be completely non-professional like you guys? We love it. All I can tell you is you can't teach that. Yeah. <laughs> we have been banging our heads trying to do this slick professional thing. How can we learn to just crap out just utter <laughs> ridiculousness yeah. Yeah, you know it takes a lot of work to be as crappy as we are you know yeah, I think I is. got the same email it was from uh, the Vatican like we just need to lighten it up a little yeah. I mean we got a lot of heavy stuff you know but <laughs> we're fun guys <laughs> we like robes yeah that whole bit Adam did about the the bodies of the saints that don't break down, that's gold for us. That's gold. We're going to start doing a new segment called Straight Dope from the Pope. <laughs> I, I hope we didn't offend any Catholic listeners. It's just a joke. They have like live musical guests of like Gregorian chants. You know? <laughs> Here in the studio today, we can't believe it. <laughs> All the way from St. Peter's Cathedral, here they are. <laughs> um, I actually have some presents for you guys. Since it is my last presents. podcast wow. day, some edible presents and a non-edible present. I'll be the judge of that. So is this a, a, <laughs> is this a thank you? This is yes. This is a thank you for letting me come in and sit in Kara's spot and being nice to me. And we should be giving you. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, exactly. we should be bestowing gifts upon you. I don't for know. Number what one. Look- Putting up with us. We should. <laughs> and number two, gracing us with your presence. I don't think this has to be your farewell, really. I think what the, what you have proven in the last you know five weeks of dutiful service is that you are a strong reserve. 
So in any any week, if any of the four of us ever go down, you can just step right into any of our shoes. That's true. And and you're our sixth man. I don't raise a level to any higher professionalism, so I'm I'm good to go. Yeah, yeah. You come in. We wouldn't want that. We don't. You don't mess up the pace. You hold your own. It's good. You didn't cause any ripples, and you didn't you didn't bring the quality down. Yeah. So if I pull if I pull my hammy. One of these weeks, I'm you there for you. Jump right in, just, the just as there. he's walking into the studio, he, he oh, comes up limp. Yeah. I'm, I'm actually down. scheduled for Tommy John surgery in a couple weeks. <laughs> you haven't seen that personal trainer walking around. Um, he usually kind of hovers on Adam's desk. Well, he stretches me out before every podcast. I mean, I'm in here in the breakaway pants and everything. He's stretching my my hammies. <laughs> Or right. if any of us develop cauliflower ear and can't wear the headphones, my right. step yeah. right in. Or if Jesse sense. is finally indicted over all those uh, all those gambling and uh, dog fighting charges. Or you heard? I mean, I hear a lot about you know the power, the kind of uh, secret power that the Pope wields. So <laughs> I just might just be gone. gone. I fully yeah. expect him to not be here next week. Yeah. <laughs> At any rate, I made one too many jokes in yeah. the Vatican. Which was they, they one, you around. made one, yeah, and that was exactly. one to me. That's what I'm saying. But in any event, if if anything unforeseen should happen to any of us, it's it's nice the assurance of just knowing you're there. Kind of makes us a little more bold, a little yeah. more free. Yeah, to take risks. Uh, you know, you always feel like you have to be here on the day that you tape the podcast because who's going to do it? And right. If you remember the time I cut my fingers off in the lawnmower, right? You know, and then had to come straight in and do the <laughs> yeah. podcast. You were here half an hour later. Yeah. Had I known that Maya would be able to step in, I may have gotten those reattached. You right. may have the use of your left hand right mm-hmm. now. <laughs> yeah. You are the official sub as of right now. Cool. You guys want presents now? Yes, please. Sure. Okay. Of course, everything mostly came from Seven <laughs> <laughs> Eleven. Well, that makes it good, and that's where yeah. I do most of my Christmas shopping anyway. So, <gasps> oh my gosh, I got oh, the pink wow. Simpson donuts for so long. I've never had one. The Homer Simpson Homer pink sprinkles donuts. Right. You're amazing. She speaks my love language. I have more donut. donut. <laughs> <laughs> I highly enjoy sour Skittles. They're tart. These are Tic Tacs Cherry Passion, which is my new yumminess. Since nobody in... I feel like you should have led with the Tic Tacs and built <laughs> up to the donut. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, no, I got uh, nibs. Twizzler nibs. They're not their real nibs from Minnesota. They actually do say nib on them. Though. They do. <laughs> Why does that sound like some sort of... like? Drug subculture yeah, if you euphemism. Were to, well, if you were to just <laughs> take that out of context and say, I got Twizzler nibs. Yeah. <laughs> I, have to, I actually have to go see a doctor. Yeah. Maya see needs a gastroenterologist for it. <laughs> yeah. Maya needs to step in for me this week. I got Twizzler nibs. <laughs> yeah, I was traveling internationally and I came down with Twizzler nibs. <laughs> Don't drink the water. Do not drink the water. You hear that, major organization? That's how you can pull yourselves down to our level. <laughs> Jokes like this. So those were all the edible things. And this is to remember me by. Maybe you could put it in the middle of the table or up on the bookshelf. You could stare at you guys. This I got at 7-Eleven. Oh, oh unbelievable. Man. It is a oh, baby man. gator head. It's a baby alligator head, and it is real. That's the that is presence. terrifying, actually. I love how in Florida, you can even go to a 7-Eleven, and they sell the body parts of gators. (laughs) (laughs) Because it's not just the heads that they sell. It had little claws on a keychain, too. See, I I could tell the story, but I don't know if it'll be funny to anyone who has never seen one of those little gator claw keychains and or back scratcher. (laughs) But basically, gators have their little paws 
Uh, I call it a gator paw because the other only other way to say it hand. It probably has like three or four little fingers. It's kind of a claw. I mean, it's yeah, but it has that reptilian skin. Yeah, um, and it's curled sort of. And it has really long fingernails, and it is just, I mean, when you know it's a gator foot, you're like, oh, that's nasty. Yeah. Yeah. And it looks like this shriveled green, I mean, very lifelike, because it was you know, an actual <laughs> well, animal. Yeah, at one point, it was alive. And so, back in the day, my dad had come down to Florida for something, and he brought me and my brother back two of these gator claw back scratchers, because gators, you can't buy those in Virginia. They're not indigenous. Really? <laughs> Surprisingly. But we had never seen one. So I, we get the little gator claw, and we we have a sweatshirt, like a long sleeve sweatshirt that has very tight wrist. And so we decide to actually put it at the end of the sweatshirt, so it looks like we have a little <laughs> shriveled reptilian hand and it looks like i said it looks very lifelike and very disturbing so we ended up going to the grocery store and we wedged a dollar bill (laughs) we wedged a dollar bill between the little gator fingers and we had the hand in our pocket and with one with our one good hand we put a pack of gum onto the the register there and the lady was like okay that'll be 59 cents and out came the gator claw with the dollar in the fingers. And she, I mean, she doesn't, you know, she, I think in the back of her mind, she's thinking that can't be real. But who's going to risk it? You know, <laughs> who's going to laugh at a shriveled, bizarre looking hand? And she pulled the dollar right out between the little gator fingers. <laughs> we got her back a come and totally straight face. We like itched our face with it after like, oh, thanks. That's good. You know, <laughs> <laughs> so if you ever see one of those little weird back scratchers, think of that. And hey, you can pull that joke yeah, too. It's hilarious but, every but time. But do it in a northern state. Yeah, do it in a state where they don't have gator claws <laughs> at the gas station. The mental image of that sticking out of a little sweatshirt. <laughs> with a little it's dollar like, bill. It's like, what could have possibly happened to your hand that it would end up like that? You know? I love the idea that it's in the pocket. It has the money in it. And it's, <laughs> like, like somehow I have the control to actually reach into my pocket and move this little shriveled hand to pick up a dollar bill, you know? Because, <laughs> I mean, it's maybe a, a fifth of the size of a human hand. Maybe. It's like a, a tiny... It, you just have to see one. Go online. I'm sure you can search for Gator Paul and see the picture. Oh, that's good stuff. All right. So, my thank you very much for bringing in the, the gift. It was very nice of you to thank us, but I actually did prepare a little something for you since this was your last thing. And I just, it was a reminder that even though you'll be gone, you won't be gone. You know, Mm -hmm. it's a little song. I like to, I like to call friends or friends forever. Cause our hearts in big and small <laughs> that. This is the Kermit the Frog version. <laughs> yeah, who's performing? Hold on, hold on, hold on. Keeps us strong. And friends of friends forever. Is this being performed by some kind of computer animated vegetable? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Though it's hard to let you go. In the Father's hands we know. And this is when VeggieTales jumped the shark. Just a little something going out from us to you. Thank you. Like they're from Monica. All right, so that'll do it for your entertainment releases. Up next, Slices. More than my fair share of attention, but I think you know that 
Listening to KT Tunstall. The song is Hold On. It's her new video. It's playing right now. It's the featured video over at relevant.tv. At the beginning of the podcast, you actually heard MIA with the song Boys, but it's with the Z, so I had to articulate that. Boys. Boys. Playing right now over at relevant.tv. Check it out. All right, now with slices, here's Adam Smith. Well, Cameron, you know, you, I have to say, you were right. What? We, we questioned it. We were the naysayers, we were the alarmists, and you were right. I, I always am, but what are you specifically talking about? <laughs> the rare white dolphin native to China's oh, Yangtze River. They found one. They found one. They did. <laughs> they did. <laughs> yeah. So it's offering a small shred of hope for its revival. Well, how's evidently, it going to breed if there's only one, though? Evidently, uh, a researcher saw and shot a video of what appears to be one of these Yangtze River white flag dolphins in uh, central China's on we profit. I guess they're all very <laughs> apathetic there. It was declared effectively extinct in December after a six-week search of its habitat. If they, they feel that if they could bring it back from the brink of extinction, that it would help bolster their national image. Because right now, China has a reputation for rampant air and water pollution. In fact, a quarter of the length of the country's seven main river systems are so polluted that even touching the water is harmful to the skin. Wow. Seven of the nine major wow. lakes uh, are equally toxic. Well, that explains my rash. Yeah, all that Chinese water you pour over yourself. <laughs> so it's not good for dolphins, evidently, mm. you know, yeah. to, to live in that. But the researchers are saying that they do have some hope for the, the future of the Yangtze River white flag dolphin. Well, here's an interesting story. Uh, some bloggers, some tech bloggers, have noticed something interesting in a contract from Google that governs the apps that gives Google uh, possible ownership over the content and data that goes into the apps. Oh, my goodness. And they were reading some of the fine print of these contracts that Google has made available for anyone that wants to use the free applications, which is pretty much everybody. Yeah, I do. And here is an exact quote. By submitting or displaying content on or through Google services, which are intended to be available to the members of the public, you grant Google a worldwide, non-exclusive, royalty-free license to reproduce, adapt, modify, publish, and display distribute such content on Google services for the purpose of displaying, distributing, and promoting Google services. Okay. They also reserve the right to syndicate content submitted. I did all, I did all of the sales projections and <laughs> yeah, commission salaries information on Google Spreadsheets app. You should take it down. I should take it down. <laughs> they may have more devious plans at work than just, hey, here's some cool free apps for everyone. Mm. I remember everyone was oh. getting all jazzed up, and they were like, Google's going to yeah. take Here's a way to steal your thoughts. Yeah, Google's going to take down Microsoft, because they're going to give all their stuff away for free. Wow. But is it really free? <laughs> exactly. It, the, price the price of freedom. Soul. Yeah. yeah. Well, this is the no-spin zone. Yeah. Well, a couple weeks ago, we talked about the guy who um, actually was in the stands during the baseball game when Barry Bonds hit number 756. Yeah. And how it was going to go for a lot of money. Well, it just went out for, for to be auctioned off, and the bidding started at $100,000. But analysts expect it will probably go for around half a million. 
and the guy who caught it, Matt Murphy, he's 21 years old, and he said he's not going to go out and buy a Lamborghini or anything. He is going to invest it wisely, and I'm sure that's what they all say. Pay his yeah. taxes on it? Yeah, Hopefully. unfortunately. Yeah. Um, interesting fact about this guy. He was at that baseball game with a friend of his, Spencer Breslin, right? Now, Spencer Breslin happens to be the older brother of Abigail Breslin, who you may remember from Little mm-hmm. Miss Sunshine. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Really? I, I heard he was, on, he was on a layover to a flight to Atlanta, and he paid $100 for the ticket. It was only a $12 ticket, upper deck. But because Barry Bonds was in town, and it was right around the time that the record was going to be broken, you know, the tickets were going crazy. But a 34-year-old named Adam Hughes, he's a plumber, actually snagged 755 and that one's expected to go for around 200 grand. Not bad. All right, well, that'll do it for Slices. Up next, your new issue preview. You're listening to The Sea and Cake. The song is Crossing Line, and it's the video where... Have you seen the video? They, they're they shooting of the, the camera out of their sunroof in their car, yeah. and they drive for the entire song, and a bird literally stays in the frame almost the entire time. I mean, they're turning, they're turning left, they're turning right, and a bird stays in the exact same spot following their car. Wow. It's really cool, actually. I wonder if well, I wonder what the story behind that is. You know, did they put like bird seed on top of the car or something, <laughs> or is there a nest? It's a did vulture, they take- and they just put dead carcasses. Yeah, all over. Say, maybe they went to a tree and took the nest out of a branch and put it on the car. <laughs> go, 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 go! <laughs> chase- the mother bird is chasing yeah. after its babies. You uh, don't see the horrific ending to it. <laughs> <laughs> it didn't end well. That's playing right now over at Relevant TV. All right, well, the new issue of Relevant Magazine is in the mail and hitting newsstands this week. And so we wanted to, like always, uh, talk about the issue and give you a little behind-the-scenes perspective on some of the stuff that we covered, uh, some of the interviews and stories that we chose. Uh, First of all, I have to clarify, from a couple weeks ago, we were talking about the new cover for Relevant, the new cover treatment. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. when it showed up, it was quite a bit different than I had originally thought. However... I like it. I, d- I do too. It yeah. was it, it was it took a little getting used to, right? Because I was so shocked. You know, I expected it to to be rough. Yeah, I wanted it to shred all the skin off my hands. Yeah, yeah. you're when not going to be finishing coffee tables no. with these. No, this is this a is satin it's like finish. a pane of glass. <laughs> I told Adam, I think it's um, I think the finish is technically called in, in publication terms, uh, baby's bottom. Yeah. <laughs> it's very smooth. Yeah, yeah. It feels it is, waterproof. It it actually has. The, <laughs> it could be a coaster. It yeah. has the least friction of uh, of any cover treatment known to man. You we can take this on tile. Hockey yeah, you can take it. it on a tile floor and slide it like a good 25 feet. We yeah. were moving some heavy furniture earlier, and we <laughs> laid these down and just slid the furniture mm-hmm. right across the carpet. It was impressive. So yeah. so there is a new cover texture on the on the issue, and a new cover trim size. Um, if, you, if you save and chronicle your issues of Relevant, you'll notice that it's a little slimmer mm-hmm. a little thinner you know we thought you know fitness health we wanted to be a little more svelte so we thinned it up a little yeah. bit yeah and we we just do that to mess with people with ocd <laughs> who are putting these on their bookcase and they really want them all to line up 
And as they're not looking at happen. their collection, they're noticing these things aren't like they're not flush. What what we're gonna do is vary the trim size by a sixteenth of an inch every issue, mm-hmm. <laughs> just to screw with them. So there's a nice wave effect yeah. if you uh, line them up. Large magazines actually make your hands gnarled and arthritic, oh. and that's what was happening mm. with our you know the previous trim size. Is I don't know about you, but I've lost a lot of dexterity in my one good hand. I have mm-hmm. a hand that looks like an alligator. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I've handled so many large magazines. Right. Now, obviously, it hasn't Darn affected... you, Rolling Stone! Darn <laughs> you! It hasn't really affected the hand that I cut all the fingers off of. Okay. But In the lawnmower. Because the lawnmower. you haven't had to clinch. Right. I haven't been able to. Right. You know. All right. So the new issue, the cover story is with Ben Harper. Many of you know Ben Harper. He's... I mean, how would you... What genre would you kind call Kind of bluesy. Yeah. Folky. Bluesy, folky... But accessible. But he's mm-hmm. also, I don't, I don't want to say... Funk. But, funk. But yeah, he's definitely got an element of funk and kind of definitely <laughs> yeah. eclectic. How about, how about rather than us um, sitting here trying to describe it, we'll just play a clip of his single off his new album. This is Ben Harper. Come and dance with me Dance with me To the colors of the dust Dance with me into the colors of the dust. Ben Harper is probably one of my favorite cover stories we've run uh, because our writer who did the interview, he actually got to spend a tremendous amount of time with Ben Harper. He did a, a really long phone interview with him, and then he actually went to Ben Harper's concert. And afterwards, Ben Harper asked him to come on the tour bus and just hang out. And they hung out for like three, four hours. Wow. Uh, so they just got to spend a lot of time. And uh, Phil even told me that Ben Harper emailed him back and forth. They'd emailed quite a bit, even afterwards, uh, and have kept up correspondence. And he just comes off seeming like such a, a cool, down-to-earth guy. Very, very passionate. Very zealous. It, he's, a, he's a believer, right? Yeah. He gets into it kind of later in the feature. Kind of later in the feature, a, a bit more loosely. It's, it's all throughout his music. You know, and he talks about how he wasn't necessarily raised in the church, but you know he has deep convictions of faith that he's just always grown up with. One of the well, things he, I he, thought was interesting was how he writes unintentional gospel music. It's just kind of like in him, and he just writes this stuff. It turns to be gospel. Yeah. Wow, that's a loud train. The listeners had to have heard that one. Yeah, that one was loud. And and the the story centers around his his really he's a very outspoken, articulate, passionate person like you're mentioning, Adam. And mm-hmm. the story really lets him delve into some of the deeper issues that he's incredibly passionate about, including the war and environmentalism and some mm-hmm. different things. And so um, it's, a, it's a great read. Very, very interesting. It, it gave me a new perspective on him and his music. Yeah. And now they're best friends. Yeah, I hope so. So, so the, the, really the lesson here is if you get the chance to write for Relevant, not only will you meet rock stars, you will become friends with them. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. One yeah. of the perks of the job. I think Just hanging out with Bono later. Yeah, I think Phil's actually going to be playing bass for a while. <laughs> yeah. um, he had an opening, you know, he had some skills, so catch him on tour. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, I have to say that I really, really enjoyed Slices this issue, both the design, the content. I thought it was probably one of our best efforts yet it was a lot of fun the front matter this issue is uh really good front matter being what we call the front matter in the biz right the the matter at the front of the magazine and the biz is what we call the business in the biz biz. yeah the business of publishing yeah uh you know we have uh, wind collier's deeper walk uh we've got the revolution like always check that out uh the scene this issue ended up in 
Chicago, of all places. Very cool city. Yeah. Very cool city. Very, very cold. Going to be very cold. I marched the down months. the streets of Chicago in spandex in the middle of winter. Hey, I did too. When did you do it? <laughs> um, you were 96. up last weekend too? <laughs> yeah. Oh. Well, I, I did it just recreationally. <laughs> yeah. Like, was that kind of your deal as well? Wait, yeah. when, when, when was this for real? I was on the dance team in high school, and we did the Brox Thanksgiving Day Parade. Um, you didn't get invited in to Macy's? We didn't. So we went there. But it was freezing, and it was wind tunnels between the buildings, mm. and I was in literally Lycra. Wow. And some sequins, of course, and a sequin hat and white boots. I was pretty cool looking. I'm just visualizing <laughs> you in that outfit, not in a parade, walking down the street. <laughs> <laughs> and me in a matching vest. <laughs> We're Just shopping, dancing. shopping, yeah. shopping. Well, now that that image is burned into your mind, <laughs> indelibly. Yeah, it, this is actually written by uh, a buddy of ours, radio DJ up in Chicago. Have goes you, by the name of Tower. Have you guys ever met Tower in person? I have not. No. I, I met him in person at uh, GMA once or something. I've seen pictures. Okay. Um, but no, we. I have never met in person, though. I've probably been talking on the phone with him for almost two years now. Is it, you do a weekly, you guys do a weekly segment we with do, him, right? We do. Okay. Um, what do you talk about? Twice weekly, actually. Yeah. Well, usually something. You from, do the morning show for his station. <laughs> <laughs> the entire thing. Yeah. No, he, we usually. You guys are tower. Yeah. yeah. Together. You probably wonder why we're gone for huge chunks at a time. Yeah. I just assumed that it was bathroom problems. Um, that, as well as we do a radio show. <laughs> yeah. No, we. What Tower does is usually he goes on the website and sees something interesting, and we actually have our own little intro music, which, yeah. Really? Yep. And it goes like this, in case you're not in Chicago. <laughs> These guys know what's going on before everyone else. It's Jesse and Adam from Relevant Magazine. <laughs> It's but pretty you, much like that. But you don't. You just read the news and everybody else does. Well, exactly. just, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> well, we read, dude, we read more news. The spot here. We're blowing up the spot here. Yeah, we we're, read we're more news man. than everyone else. <laughs> we're connected. Okay. Connected to Google. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> we're connected to the veins of news aggregation sites yeah. on the internet. Hey, listen. You're, you are destroying the mystery for so many people right now. You're, you're ruining it. Sorry. Yeah, I mean, sorry. That's yes. a, that you just pulled back the curtain. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're, and there's you're, the Wizard of Oz standing there. You're yeah. emailing Ben Thanks. Harper. He's telling you guys secrets. Yeah, I got these, I got these sources, quote unquote, from very dark corners of the world that email me things. All right. Um, okay. No, but, but we do kind of a brief thing. And it's very cool. Because you know he always promotes the site, and even when we we're giving away the Robbie uh, C album this past, I guess it was this past week when mm-hmm. this airs, he he was pumping that big for us. He actually had Robbie call in to Did the he? station, and wow. Robbie was like, "You guys got to head over to the website and really? uh, get the download." So. I had no idea. He uh, he's a, Wait, he, did you you did that the Monday afternoon? Yes, of the day it ended. Yeah, that's why I got so many angry emails. Well, he, he said he was that was the only time he could get Robbie on the phone, and he was like, he they asked me what time exactly is the promotion ending. six p.m. Eastern. Yeah, they had Robbie call in and say you got one hour to do it because the only time he could call. Seriously, w- Betsy and I got all these emails from people. You know. Two minutes after we took the file down, two minutes after we shut the page off, they're like, they had just heard about it. I just got a hold of my computer. And is there any way you can give it to me for free anyway? And they're like, no. Hey, that's the deal. And Rob, yeah. that's, what, uh, that's what Robbie and Tower told them. But all that to say is Tower's been a good buddy, and I'm glad to see him in the, in the mag here. Yeah. We have uh, columns by Mark Steele, Kyle Strobel, who's uh, the son of Lee Strobel. 
he's that sounds like he's young. He's not like twelve. Yeah, yeah he's so so much more. But, but the, the name Strobel may may have, right. somebody may have briefly gone. Where have I heard that before? Lee, uh, Lee Strobel the, is kind of a famous author. Yeah, he wrote oh. the Case for Christ and the Case for Faith, and this is but, his son. I was yeah, thinking Kyle, of the co- college game day guy, Lee. This Lee, Lee Corso. Corso. Oh, yeah. Real quick with Kyle Strobel, he's also the author the son of, of Lee Corso. <laughs> <laughs> he's also the author of a of a great book, Metamorpha. And if you're interested in cool kind of churchy leadership stuff, they've launched metamorpha.com, which you know has a, has cool multimedia, has sermons. Um, so I just want to do a quick plug for them because they're doing cool stuff. I and believe it's called a shameless plug. <laughs> well, it's not like I'm profiting from it, so I don't think it's that shameless. <laughs> he, that we he know is of. Actually, a little ashamed. So it's not <laughs> it's not entirely shameless. And uh, you can get metamorpha on relevantstore.com. Oh, no. see, now there's a famous plug. <laughs> uh, we also have uh, Mike Barrett wrote a statement for us as well. Uh, spotlights, we've got the Fratellis. Kierman, is that right? Or Kierman, Kierman's Ruman. We've got this cool, funky, reggae, hip-hop artist from Brazil. Kierman? So, depending, depending on what part of Brazil you're from, you're going to say yeah, different ways. Either Kierman or Sierman. It, it, it's, it's regional, and, is what yeah. it is. And we have uh, Paramore, Orlando's own Paramore. Or Paramore. Before. <laughs> yeah. upon ha- have you, uh, have you, you probably haven't, but when I watched The Hills, they have little uh, bumps and Paramore has been playing live stuff. They've been like they do these bands, like one week spotlights on these bands. Yeah. And Paramore was uh, like two weeks ago. Is that a good thing or a bad thing? I don't know. <laughs> I I have a strong opinion about the hills. What? I'm just going to keep to myself. No, say it. It's fine. The hills is symbolic of everything that's wrong. Yes. With the world because it it's completely narcissistic. That's why I to, I told I was thank you. I told Dana like the my problem is it with it is that. It compounds narcissism. Yes. That nothing else, there's nothing else that you, we can spend our time on but yes. talking about how cool and rich we are. And that you, there's very important things going. And I'm not saying you can't have entertainment. You can have fun entertainment. But I feel like it, if something is as symbolic as everything that's wrong or everything that I personally see is wrong, it might sound snobby, but I feel like it's the hills. It is. Um, and that's why people watch it and that's why they do that show. It's, it's a look at this unbelievable insulated little subculture yeah. <laughs> but i feel like it glamorizes it it doesn't it doesn't say it doesn't come it in depends as upon, a critical it finger. depends upon the filter through which you watch it that's true do you feel like as i do that it is a harbinger of the end of western civilization i i i honestly i i mean and that might sound you know very paranoid but i honestly think that you know, we're coming to a point where we're so self-absorbed, right. and that people are so self-absorbed and so blind to what's going on around them because all they can see is themselves in the mirror. Right. That it is like, you know, the the only thing preventing evil people from doing evil is good people stopping them. You know, and I'm not saying there's some, you know, villainous plan lurking in the corner, but if we stop looking at things going around around us in the world, then. You know. Well, that's how Cobra Commander rose to power. Yeah, exactly. People just weren't paying attention. And look what happened there. <laughs> well, you know, honestly, I, I am fascinated by what The Hills represents because it is a world, a life, a worldview that is so counter to everything that I stand for. It is like I watch with this morbid fascination of like, I cannot believe well, that there's people you, who exist like this. You're watching civilization crumble. Right, seriously. And that's what I feel like. It's interesting. That's what I feel like when I when I played up. I'm like I am I am aghast 
at what this is popularizing and glamorizing. Right. It's an accident you can't look away from. Yes, it is a car wreck on the side of the road, and I cannot look away. And at the same time, I think that part of the thing that's frightening, I know, and I, I guess just speaking from my, for myself, I don't want to sound like I'm talking from this pedestal, but I think there's you watch shows like that, and I don't want to single out that show, but a lot of trends in American pop culture, and you find yourself, even if it's just in subtle, subtle ways, identifying with certain things. And I think that's personally scary for me. It's like, well, you know, I can say like ideals about things are probably very different than these people, but there's days that my life doesn't vary that much and that, you know, I fall into the traps of being consumed by the same things. And it's like almost I want to check where my own ideals meet reality for myself. Right. You know what well, I'm saying? Well, I mean, so, so there you go. I mean, that's something that can you can kind of use as something to keep your guard up. It's like, I don't want to be like that. So you, where you see similarities, you can change. Page 52. <laughs> um, Mike Foster, we have a Q&A with him on page 52. And uh, he, he was part of the team that started Triple X Church. Uh, he's no longer a part of that. He He's a creative director at a firm uh, that he started. And in his spare time, he's starting a movement called the Junkie Car Club. The basic basic premise of the Junkie Car Club is that you have a car that's below your means, that's a junker or whatever, that you've paid for, it's cash, and the money that you would have been paying for kind of a more status car, you actually can use that money to give and, and uh, help others and stuff. It's a very cool kind of concept and movement. They have a verb page and kind of sign up for different levels of uh, commitment. You know, mm-hmm. it's like I have, I've paid off my car. That's one level of commitment. Or I sold my car and now have a beater. And, you know, it, it's cool. They've done a calendar. They're raising, they're trying to raise awareness of just a life um, positioned for giving. And that's really yeah. cool. It's the the whole outward living I, you know, that's really, if you want to make a practical lifestyle change, I think it's just beginning to see practical things you can do to live outwardly. Because on a global standard, all of us are fabulously wealthy. I think that that whole shift in perspective, like what can I do, what lifestyle um, decisions can I make that will hopefully affect others positively? And I think no matter where you are on the scale of you know wealth or income or whatever, there's always something that you know, you can do just to make sure that your your lifestyle reaches beyond yourself, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, turning the page, we've got uh, a feature written by John Piper uh, about honesty. Is honesty always the best policy? I thought this was a really interesting It really feature. was. Yeah, I thought so too. Because it, it was, I mean, yeah. Adam can probably speak to it more, but it was a question that I hadn't really ever thought about. I was like, sure. Lying is always wrong, and telling the truth well, is always on, right. On page six two, there's a sidebar of lies that have saved lives. They're lies mm-hmm. that are good, and, and from the Bible, they're they're yeah. in the, within the article. He talks about specific incidences from Scripture. Yeah, that because I'm sure you know I could come up with some sort of moral quandary that will question the line of you know right and wrong. But these are actually he's got some from the Bible. It's interesting. But you just had to read to find it, out what they are. It's a think piece. In the biz, that's what we call them. Mm-hmm. Think pieces. <laughs> yep. 
Got a feature with Lupe Fiasco. He has a new album coming out in September. Uh, if you know Lupe, innovative underground hip hop, kind of college hip hop. Here's uh, a sample of his new single. I'm fearless, now hear this, I'm earless, and I'm peerless, that means I'm eyeless, which means I'm tearless, which means my iris resides where my ears is, which means I'm blinded, but I'm a fine... Lupe's an interesting guy, he he almost goes out of his way to break down the, I guess, the stereotypes surrounding hip-hop, the, the money and girls and all that stuff, he's actually a pretty strict Muslim, very deep-thinking dude, so it's an interesting feature. And, and uh, the irony, we have a devout Muslim, and then you flip the page, we have <laughs> the call. Luingo. We have a, a feature with uh, Luingo. Uh, it, you know, you heard Lou last week on the podcast. This goes a lot further. Big article really talking about the call, their mission, their backstory over the last eight years, and, uh, and kind of what they're doing now leading up to a big, big thing next year. So uh, check that out. It's, uh, talk to all the key people who've been part of the call. Really, really interesting feature. Pretty amazing movement. And we got to talk to a lot of just really cool, passionate people for and it. And even kind of goes into the whole 24-7 prayer movement, too. So if you're interested in that and kind of the direction that's going as well as the call's influence on that, you know, it's all kind of one and the same. Uh, flipping the page, we've got the relevant fall TV preview. I know, I know what you're thinking. I know when you look at the the the, the shows coming out, you you see the commercials, you sit there and think to yourself, "But what does relevant think about yeah. this?" So here's your answer, yeah. people. You're probably saying, "I'm not going to turn on that television until relevant." tells me what to watch and what right. not to. So there you go. Don't think for yourself is the bottom line. Don't have your own yeah. opinion. Just take what we uh, tell you on these two pages and, and make your viewing decisions from that. Right. Now, this is not an exhaustive list. Right. Uh, there are a lot more shows coming out. But, but you can't watch them because we didn't talk about Don't watch them until you hear a yes or no from us. Yeah. And we'll, we'll follow up in 850. We'll, we'll tell you yes or no yeah. on more yeah. shows. But you'll just have to wait. Until then... You're confined to these. <laughs> uh, flipping the page, we've got a feature with Copeland. I, uh, interestingly enough, Copeland uh, is in a major transition right now as a band, and uh, we were able to talk to him right at that moment. Everybody knows Copeland and mm-hmm. their music, and uh, they've been with Sony, and now they're talking about going indie, aren't they? Yeah, they're talking about kind of going the, the indie route, putting out their own albums, kind of like the format has mm-hmm. done in the past, which has turned out to be a great business model for them. They actually have a new album of b-sides coming out kind of in the midst of all this transition you know kind of cast some some confusion as to they're going back into a studio to record a new album but in the meantime to satiate all you copeland fans out there they do have an album of b-sides coming out in the ne- very near future flipping the page we've got a look at katrina and new orleans and the recovery there in new orleans uh two years later Check that out. Uh, you can actually go online. There's an online bonus. There's online bonuses throughout the magazine, but this one in particular, uh, there's an online bonus of the writer's photo journal of, uh, of the trip uh, they took down to, uh, to New Orleans. So yeah, and he sure took a tremendous out. amount of pictures. So yeah. a, lot of, a lot of very just arresting images. One of the more uh, significant spiritual stories in the issue is The Shelf Life of God by Katie Meyer. Um, I, I really like the design of it. The design is so <laughs> awesome. Uh, the story is awesome, too. It's, it it kind of talks about how, as we grow older, sometimes we come to this crisis of faith, and uh, we almost kind of have a, a period, like a wilderness period in our walk with God, and how that's actually very natural, both from a, a spiritual level and even 
from the level of developmental psychology, uh, it's entirely natural to go through that, and it, it it actually deepens our relationship with God. Yeah, even Paul, you know, he said that wrestled with his his salvation. You know, I think that if Paul in his salvation won, I, I think so. Mm-hmm. I do I think believe so. In the third round, yeah, <laughs> pinned him. They're both wearing singlets. Paul and his salvation. Yes. Uh, that'll do it for features. Uh, you know, we end it, like always, with reviews. The lead review is with Interpol, but uh, there's a, a wide range of artists in there. Project A6, Common. Rocket Summer. Uh, Fantastic Playroom, which is one of my favorite albums right now. Come Now Sleep. We got Dizzy Rascal's new one, Amy Winehouse, who's crazy. Glowing from uh, BEC. So a number of great artists. Check that out. We've got book reviews. So uh, that is a quick overview, relatively quick overview, of the new issue of Relevant Magazine. Make sure, if you don't subscribe, uh, you actually can go to relevantmagazine.com right now. And if you click on the, uh, the offer in the upper right-hand corner, and when you subscribe, you can get the, uh, the Live from Relevant podcast CD, the music CD, still. I think that's ending soon. I, I don't have a final date on it, but I've heard that it's ending very soon. So um, check that out. Uh, and act now. Uh, if you don't feel like subscribing, you want to pay full retail, silly, silly person, uh, you can get it at newsstands nationwide. And if they don't have it at your newsstand that you go to, ask for it. That yeah. actually helps us quite but, a bit. So, But if you if you don't subscribe and you don't get the CD, you're going to have a nagging feeling for the rest of your life that you've left something unaccomplished. That, <laughs> that your life, all your accomplishments seem empty and hollow. And you won't be able to ever put your finger on it. But it's because you don't have that live from Well, the they literally won't be able to put their finger on the CD because they won't have they it. They won't have it. Yeah. So I was looking at this photo back here for On Contents page mm-hmm. with Ben Harper and I guess his band. Mm-hmm. And I decided that this guy here is Phil because he looks like he shouldn't really be there. The guy on the far left. <laughs> like, I'm just, oh, I wrote the, the story, the writer Phil. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, kind of like, so my theory, my theory is the guy on the far left of the photo is actually the author. Of, <laughs> and he just snuck into the I band photo. I don't even know how I got here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, everybody else is cool. They gave me a Phil. hat. <laughs> <laughs> like, he's even halfway cut off out of the photo yeah. he's, he's it's not like really that. in the frame he's like it's framed and then he just kind of like squeezed in like Michael's like Michael Scott did on the wedding photos yeah, yeah. Like, a, like a Martin Scorsese uh, yeah. American Express commercial yeah. who's that guy who's that guy back there <laughs> uh, alright so that'll do it for your new issue preview up next your feedback Listening to Group One Crew, and the song is Forgive Me, playing right now over at relevant.tv. Got a little uh, sponsor note I'm going to read to you. It says, Let your faith take flight at Foursquare Next Gen Summit 07 in Anaheim, California. It's going on December 29th through 31st. Imagine 8,000 completely changed people completely changing the world by seeking God's healing for orphans, human trafficking, and poverty, first spiritually and then physically. Visit www.foursquarengs.com for more information or to register. We actually are going to be at that event. It's uh, be 8,000 people, and it's going to be focused on 
social justice and and but kind of spiritual first and then acting seconds kind of very cool focus so the foursquare next gen summit 07 in anaheim california at the end of the year let's check it out now it's time for your feedback. Last week we asked you, and I have to do a full disclosure here, a little behind the scenes action. We actually had yet another rabbit trail slash rant about man bands last week. It did not make the podcast. So the question might have seemed a little out of context. Uh, but the week before we had mentioned the show Mission Man Band and in last week's podcast you heard me splice in a little context when we asked the question of the week so um you know there's a whole 20 minute diatribe that you missed out on last week but we were running long so i had to cut it out yeah everything we do we do for a reason okay yeah stop, just stop questioning us so so you know it seemed a little out of context but we still wanted to go with that question of the week anyway because it could uh, create some good fodder um now, I have to say this. Most of your replies were visual, and, and the humor was more in the album covers and stuff like that. And, and we will post those uh, Friday on the Relevant Podcast blog at relevantmagazine.com. So really, the, the best thing you're going to do to, to uh, experience this feedback is go over to the blog and check it out. But there are a few uh, that, that actually stand on their own uh, as well, and, and uh, we want to read those to you now. I have a good one here. This is from Matt Wheeler from Mount Joy, Pennsylvania. His man band. That's about where our van died. Mount Joy. It was Mount Pleasant, so I'm sure they're next to well, each other. That's yeah, I, we haven't told our, our <laughs> listeners the the Relevan, um, which has served us well. If you've seen us at any events, festivals over the last several years, um, we bought it in '03. Um, yep. The the black relevan it, it had the relevant down the side. The whole thing is a Ford E one hundred and fifty that we did a lot of work on, and she died this summer. It's on the highway to heaven, <laughs> <laughs> somewhere near Mount Pleasant, Pennsylvania. Uh, she had a hole in the side of her engine, and uh, <laughs> that'll do it to you. <laughs> and you know, but the the thing is, is it, it, she didn't want to go out just peacefully. She went. She wanted to make it work. So she uh, about a week before she ended up dying, her brakes went out, and so we we said, you know what, we're going to treat her right. We're going to give her a new set of shoes. And so fifteen hundred dollars <laughs> was spent to kind of fix her back up and uh, make her look pretty. And so Put we spent $1,500 on that pig. Literally four <laughs> days later, she said, I just can't go on anymore. Hole in the side of the engine. It's totaled. It's dead. Along with our brand new $1,500 brake yeah. job. So. It's actually, if anyone wants it, it's still there. <laughs> I think we I think we decided to sink it. So, um, <laughs> yeah, sat, the guys here had grand plans of somehow getting it to muster up enough power for one last jump and yeah. <laughs> rolling off the side of a cliff. I love that it was it was phrased one last jump, which presupposes that that van had ever jumped anything at all. <laughs> I feel like at least we could have performed like a Chris Angel stunt. Like, drive it really fast, <laughs> oh, that's pack horrible. that thing with explosives, and just dive out the back. <laughs> but something's wrong. <laughs> Something went terribly wrong. Where's Chris? Where's Chris? And there then, he is. Hey, everybody! <laughs> uh, little known fact about the Relevan, when we bought her, she was gold. She was actually gold. And, uh, Old Goldie? And uh, peanut butter color. And uh, we we bought her and drove her across the street to an auto body shop that painted her black for us. So nobody ever really, except for a one 
sixteenth of a mile jaunt to the auto body shop. Nobody ever rode in the gold Relevan. She was black. I did. She had go a heart one, of gold. I did go one time to get seats reupholstered. I think back in the day. You were, yeah, that's you right. would have been. That was when Not we got her. Re, no, we uh, we. That's when we installed the carpet. Okay, that was right. That's the, right. We did put new carpet. We in put her we, we got put her. charcoal gray carpet to match her new exterior, uh-huh. and the tan carpet was kind of yuck. So we had it ripped so, out. Yeah. So I I remember driving it over and picking it up from the. Uh, a poultry shop, yeah, which was kind of the back barn of some. It was redneck. a strange place. Yeah, um, <laughs> I, I was actually quite concerned that we would l- never see our van again. Yeah, once once we had to Jesse, turn down. However, take him. It was both of us because he had to drop it. So <laughs> yeah, we both. It, we both it was went. down a dirt road in a popka, which um, it was scary. Yeah, but we made it out, and the van did, and it was a great story. We laughed about it later a lot. Us in the van, um, <laughs> we had a lot of laughs. That's what I'll remember most is the laughter. I mean, we, I remember some, some good times. I remember one night it was late. We had ordered some za because we were right on deadline. And I mean, we had a full, we had a full two pages of slices. This is great, right? And just like the Relevan, just like she would always do, she just cranked them out right there. You know, and actually, I was, the, the pizza came to pepperoni and I didn't have any money for a tip for the pizza guy. It was really awkward because, yeah. like I said, we're staying all night. Yeah. Guess who comes up with something between the seats? The Relevan. The Relevan. Yeah. She yeah. had about three. 50 hide between those seats <laughs> and you know what was great about her it's like she didn't even like pepperoni but she would gladly and without without any complaint just pick the pepperonis yeah, off because great. she knew everyone else liked pepperoni right on deadline and you know what the issue went out and it looked great yeah. you know she doesn't ever even ask for a byline you know because she's, she she's demands that's why you ask that yeah team player we have to talk in the past tense now though she's she's dead She's she's gone on to the great highway in the I sky. Conti- I don't know if I can accept that yet. Yeah, <laughs> I don't even think we have pictures of her. I mean, I wish I we, do. You know, <laughs> I do. But they're <laughs> they're in your wallet. Yeah, I'll just there's you know, one. I'd of rather she and Jesse walking down private. the beach. Yeah, it's the two of you walking down the beach. It's two of you going down Michigan Avenue in Chicago. You're dressed in sequins and yeah, like, it's a, a good it's a weird Matching good dress. trip. <laughs> I remember we, we ended up at the high school football stadium one night. We pulled right up on the field. We were just, I was just laying up on the windshield looking at the stars, just <laughs> talking about, you know. Just talking about life and yeah. eternity and whatnot. Yeah, you know, asking the big questions. And that's, the relevant was always good for that. Yeah, and you know, I don't think that she feared death. You know, just <laughs> no. from the conversations that we've had. <laughs> I don't think she yeah. did either. I don't think she saw it coming. I mean... Uh, There's it, that at least. It's it a was, hole. It was on the quick. Side. She was quick. fine. The yeah. engine was fine, yeah. and then all of a sudden, she's dead. I'm just glad she didn't suffer. I'm glad she didn't suffer too. Uh, we did try to resuscitate her. I mean, she was in uh, Mount Pleasant Body Shop, you know, or Auto Shop, trying to, you know, they're trying to fix her, but you know, I just couldn't do it. I offered her my own carburetor. Yeah, yeah. they said yeah. it wouldn't help. At the end of the day, dust in the wind. That's all we are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's I we the saddest part was that it was uh, an intern and and uh, a friend of ours who was who was uh, doing the festivals for us and stuff and they were the last ones to see her. I mean, none of us got to say goodbye and uh, they wrote. But that's how she would have wanted it. Yeah, Yeah. no, she wants it. She would have wanted us to remember her the way she was. That's yeah. true. Yeah. Not with a big hole in the engine and yeah. bad brakes. Well, that, that's the thing is Nate wrote in and said that's what was so sad. It was just seeing her in that, you know, uh, the shell of who she used to just be on the, the side truck, of the road. Just watching the tow truck pull her away. <laughs> yeah. He said it was actually quite touching. He said just yesterday, the email said just yesterday, I'm 
sitting on her uncomfortable back bench seat, you know, my head resting on the vinyl seat and uh, just, you know, soaking it in the tunes and driving down the road or riding down the road. He wasn't driving from the back seat. And he's like, you know, little did I realize that'd be my last time with her. You know, they bonded. So we'll miss you, Relevan. Rest in peace. We now have a, an SUV. It's actually quite a bit better vehicle. <laughs> and uh, it's not worth mocking. It's actually a nice little SUV. So uh, now the company car has been upgraded. So, you know, she served her purpose, and yeah. now we've moved on to a new phase. Actually, but it doesn't, it doesn't get us like the Relevan. No, absolutely not. I need a minute. <laughs> All right, so Matt Wheeler from Mount Joy, Pennsylvania, sent us in his man ban. The old guy is going to be Mr. T. He's old, but if you remember his treat your mama right rap, you know he's still I got do the skills. How does he flow so fast? Blinding. <laughs> <laughs> so treat her right, treat her right. Every sort of moan and the miserable groan from the pain that she felt when I was born. Whoa, it's a little graphic. Burning heat when she stood making sure I had something to eat. Do you know right now he's reading cue cards? Oh, I can, you can oh, totally yeah. see his eyes actually reading them. I don't know if you've actually seen this uh, this Mr. T special. It is the most mind-bendingly horrible thing ever committed to celluloid. It it will make you question the entire basis of your worldview. Just out of its sheer awfulness, so I can I could not r- recommend it more highly. The heartthrob's going to be David Hasselhoff. He's primed for a comeback after his success with America's Got Talent. The rebel's going to be Bruce Willis. Seriously, who makes a better bad boy? The funny, formerly overweight guy is going to be Dwight Evans, aka Heavy D. He's not heavy anymore, but he can sing and dance, and he has. Whoa, whoa! He- heavy D's not heavy. Okay. Maybe he's not as heavy. I mean, his heavy. most famous song said, The Overweight Love of Heavy D. <laughs> well, maybe he's not as heavy. That's true. Maybe, maybe he's, you know, lighter D. And the babyface guy is going to be Billy Gilman. Uh, their debut album is going to be Dying Hard for Your Love. Track list is going to be Dying Hard for Your Love. Because of Bruce Willis. The Hoffs in, in the House. Blowing Up My Pager. Popularity, We Want It Back. When I Was Eleven. Girls, Women, Lady, featuring Neil Diamond, No Planes, Treat Your Mama Right reprise. Oh, yeah, of course. You got to. Yep. And then he just said they will be fantastic. I like the, the No Planes, because if you remember, B.A. Baracus on the A-Team wouldn't ever fly on a plane. <laughs> <laughs> Justin Pick said the old guy is going to be William Macy, heartthrob John Travolta, bad boy Tim oh, Allen, no. funny yeah. man Martin Lawrence. Oh, no. <laughs> the wild hog. Why would you unleash that upon us? <laughs> Keep reading. Babyface, Sean Connery. Oh. <laughs> Add that in there. You gotta, there's got to be five. So. Oh, my goodness. It, it, wild it, hogs, it too. Called the wild hogs. Yeah, oh, yeah. It's going to be called Wild Hogs 2. This time it's a man band. <laughs> <laughs> Touche. Last time it's a movie no one remembers. 
Except TBS is promoting it like crazy. Well, yeah. It actually did really well in the box office, yeah. too. A lot of to people me, still love Travolta. To me, that is a sadder statement about the state of American culture <laughs> than The Hills. <laughs> it's at least a lateral Hey, move. man, people love Travolta. No matter what he does, people Why? will go see a John Travolta. Why? Movie. I have no I, idea. I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm just stating it as a fact. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, we can't emphasize enough the the real apex of the humor is the the covers and the photos and the posters so make sure if you haven't checked out the podcast blog to check it out jesse you'll update it yes there you go all right so it will be there okay that'll do for your feedback editorial question of the week as you all are well aware of now i am the official reserve for the relevant podcast Sixth man, as it were. Yeah, if yes. something unforeseen happens and one of us goes down. I'm here. The Jerry Stackhouse. Sprained oh, ankle, paper cuts. I mean, we call her a sixth man, but really she's a fifth She's man. fifth, but, yeah. you know, we're, oh, yeah. we're not using the terminology literally. Yeah. Okay. It's more you're of a the figurative sixth I am the official sixth woman of the podcast. Well, you're the fifth. If you're going to get literal, you're the fifth. Oh. You're, you're actually the, the second woman. woman. Oh, yeah. But <laughs> you're the official second woman of the yeah. We're going to be here all but day. But let's go ahead and say that you're the sixth man. Yeah. Here's the question. If you could have a seventh man, who would it be? So wait, a seventh man, we're talking a backup to the backup. A backup to the backup. Should the unthinkable happen? And not only does one of us get taken out, but Maya gets taken out, you like, know, mm-hmm. like by a hammy. Now, Maya could actually <laughs> well, fill in, but then maybe there's bronchitis. Who knows? Well, what I'm saying is maybe there's an outfield collision while we're both going for a pop right. fly. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. And it takes both of us out of the game. Two you know, of us are uh, carted uh, off on the meat wagon. Right. So, I mean, Tom, Maya, you may your, still come off the bench. Your Tom Joyner surgery takes Tommy little, John. Yeah, it yeah, takes a little longer to uh, recover from. Yeah, and then in the midst of that, Jesse tears his ACL. Right. You know, <laughs> so it's me, Kara, Maya, and. And what we want is we want a, a backup to the backup, and you have to build a case for them. But let me tell you this. No Gary Busey. No Flying Squirrels. Well, how about this? Nobody you've ever no heard. No Kevin Eubanks. Nobody who's been yeah. mentioned. I, uh, we want new jokes here, people. We're, yeah. we're getting tired of, of Busey. It, it, it's a cheap joke. It's, it's the standby. You know, yeah, we don't you just throw flying squirrels or Busey in there and you got some funny self-referencing humor. Well, <laughs> it's not going to stand with us anymore, people. We're asking better of you because we think better of you. See, I would pick someone from a whole different era of time. Hmm. Like Jesus? Well, like Jesus, but that's not who I was well, thinking Jesus of. Well, Jesus is our co-pilot. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I was thinking um, more of like... Blackbeard the pirate or you something. You know, I was going to yeah. say Blackbeard. That's that's very strange that really? both of us would think of that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you two aren't here and you want Blackbeard yeah. in the room with these Blackbeard two lovely women very cool, and me? Yeah, very yeah cool I be podcasting. <laughs> That's what he would say. The whole time. So, so he, here be me slice. <laughs> so, and he would literally just cut something with his, <laughs> with his sword. So we're telling you, who would be your seventh man if you could have a Dream Team podcast reserve, your reserve and why, and you cannot reference something that has been beaten into the ground ad nauseum. Okay? Sounds yeah, good. Please. So Sweet. write in to editorial at relevantmagazine.com or feedback at relevantmagazine.com. Com. Uh, next week, Kara Davis will be back. Uh, make sure to tune in for that. We also have an interview with Jamie Torkowski from To Write Love in Our Arms next week. So, so that's an action-packed episode right there. Yeah. Make sure to tune in. Okay, well, that'll do it for this week's edition. I'm Cameron Strang. I'm Jesse Carey. I'm Adam Smith. And for the last time, 
I'm Maya Strang. We'll see you next week. Mother, there is no other than mother. So treat her right. Mother, I'll always love her. My mother. So treat her right. Treat her right. Relevant Podcast. Anytime, anywhere. Yar, here be me slice.